started doing more intense <laughs> promotion and focusing more heavily on our social media presence. So hopefully we have some new listeners this week. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely excited. We wanted to get like our whole podcast. Um, what is, what's the word? Our, <laughs> our like skills, our podcast skills like up to par before really going out there and pushing it. And so, yeah. I think now we're at a pretty decent uh, stage. So to our new listeners, welcome, welcome. Um, normally how we start out our episodes is a quick life update. So do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay. So basically this past week, um, I started the Chloe Ting Summer Shred four-week challenge with my sister. <gasps> so that's been fun. <laughs> fun. <laughs> I really <laughs> want to start it too. I started working out and then I stopped I haven't worked out in a week, and I think I, I should start again soon. Yeah, it's definitely fun, like, doing it with the sibling, because, yeah. you know, they, like, keep you in check and everything. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. Well, other than that, I got, like, a ton of stuff for, like, my nose breathing, like, because I went to a sleep doctor a few weeks ago, because, mm -hmm. I don't know, I just wasn't sleeping well, and they told me it might be because I can't breathe well through my nose, which I never really thought about before. And Interesting. So... Yeah, they gave me this, like, strip to put on my nose at night, and it, like, lifts my nostrils open. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it was. I saw it on, I think you put it on your spam or something. I'm, really, yeah. I'm just like, is she doing, like, a, a, a poor peel? Um, <laughs> what? It's definitely like that, but taking it off hurts so bad. Oh, my oh God. No. It's like, oh, goodness. It, but it's fine. Other than that, hmm, I just got back from my highway drive, Dude. and it was exhausting but it was really fun i did my highway drive yesterday so that's kind really? of yeah and i've like my my parents were just like you know before you because i took a break from like driver's ed um for like a really long time and then like i haven't been driving at all um up until two weeks ago and then my parents started making me like drive every single day and um oh, wow. yeah i even drove up to bellingham Oh my gosh. I, I know. know <laughs> Bellingham is like near the the border. Oh, oh my god. That's yeah. crazy. So it was like a I three cannot hours. stay focused that long. Dude, oh it was god. so hard. And Ugh. people like on the on the freeway, they were going like seventy miles an hour and I'm just like what? <laughs> 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 Hi. But um that's what I've been doing. This week has been a pretty chill so far. Hmm. Anyways. Moving on to our topic for this week. Um, it's a pretty serious topic, but something that we definitely, definitely need to discuss. It is the Yemen humanitarian crisis, which has been going on for quite a few years now. And um, has only gotten worse because of the coronavirus. Anyways, what do you know about it before we start? Like, what have you heard about um it? I just know, like, the basic stuff that I've seen on, like, the Instagram posts that, like, people are, like, reposting. So I'll definitely be, like, learning with all our listeners today. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
So the main thing that I knew before I started researching this topic was that there were a ton of people at risk of starvation. Um, and like that there was a really big need for humanitarian aid and stuff like that. But I don't think I ever really understood how bad the problem was. Um, so just to give you a couple of stats before we go into it, more than 24 people, uh, 24 people, 24 million people, that's 80% of their population, by the way. That's crazy. They need uh, humanitarian assistance, like as in like life-saving humanitarian assistance. Um, that includes more than 12 million children. That is a lot. Like, sometimes when the numbers get this big, it's really hard for you to, like, comprehend just how many people that is. But that's 80% of their population that needs humanitarian assistance. Okay, so now that you are kind of shocked yeah. by the numbers, I'm going to go into <laughs> um, how this all started. So, um, Yemen has been, until, like, 2011, 2012, Yemen was ruled by their president for more than, like, 33 years um Ali Abdul Salah that's his name Saleh and then in 2012 or 2011 there was like a like a bunch of protests calls for um like him removal from office like reforms and like the threat of revolution was brewing so revolution was looming um so what happened is the former vice president in 2011 became the new president but during this time, Yemen was still in a really bad state because he was struggling to unite everyone because the government was kind of, well, not kind of, it was really corrupt and it was all split into different factions. Um, there was also a lot of tension between the government and opposition troops. We'll get into that more later. And so he was struggling to deal with like the opposition troops. Then there was also like jihadist and like terrorist organizations that were like taking advantage, so to say, of like the conditions um, and the unrest during the time. And there was a lot of corruption. Um, so this brings on a ton of unemployment for like normal civilians and food insecurity, but it hasn't become like the biggest humanitarian crisis of, um, I think it was the century. It hasn't become that big yet. Then in 2014, 2015, the Houthi, uh, movement, the Houthi rebels, they have been, um, for like more than 20 years, they've kind of been in the background fighting the government, you know, they've always had op government opposition but now it's really picking up steam and they're really getting uh rising in power and eventually in like the end of 2014 beginning of 2015 they managed to take over the capital city of Sana'a and the president of Yemen flees like he leaves the city and at this point the Houthi rebels have almost seized power now this is where it gets a little bit complicated and also where the conflict picks up in steam. Now, Saudi Arabia gets involved in 2015 because they're alarmed by like the Houthi rebels almost taking over and they're scared um, that the Houthi rebels are supported by the Shia powers in Iran. And if you don't know, um, Saudi Arabia and Iran are like bitter bitter enemies like they 
hate each other. And what was supposed to originally be just like a small intervention, the Saudi Arabian um, military was just going to help the Yemen government like fight off the rebels and for a couple of weeks and then leave after a couple airstrikes. It turned into a four year stalemate. Now it's almost um, eight years, actually. Because oh we're God. in twenty, we're in twenty twenty now, um, and so it's been going on for a really long time. So what has been happening is Saudi Arabia is bombing like rebel territory like crazy, and what has happened is this is displacing a ton of civilians. Now, to kind of explain to you, like how complex this problem is, and this podcast can definitely not cover all of it. Um, so you have Yemen. There is, Yemen is the poorest country in the Middle East. You have a, a, a civil war that's going on before any other countries get involved. Then Saudi Arabia gets involved to help the Yemeni government um, because they believe that Iran is behind this. And then what happens is the United States start backing um Saudi involvement in Yemen indirectly by providing them with the weapons that they are using um, to bomb Yemen. And actually also directly because the United States also does drone airstrikes in um, like, what's it called? Rebel territory. Now, the, the slight predicament is that the United States supports UNICEF, right? And there's like, I think... Um, had a lot of the leaders of UNICEF, like the presidents of UNICEF, be like working with, previously working with the American government or closely affiliated with the American government. Mm -hmm. And UNICEF, uh, one of their main points that they're really pushing for is helping the Yemen humanitarian crisis. But at the same time, the United States government is helping Saudi Arabia bomb Yemen, which is causing this big humanitarian crisis. Wow. Oh my god, that's like backwards. I know. It's it's it, that's why it's super complicated and this is like a super simple explanation and I definitely recommend like looking into it more cuz we just can't cover all of it today. Now, where all of this leads to a like a humanitarian crisis is these airstrikes and bombings that are done by the Saudi government and the Yemeni government are are repeatedly starting to attack and target civilians, schools, and hospitals, which are always like a uh, a Mm -hmm. no-no in war. Um, This has caused a ton of people to be displaced and like 80% of the population to need dire humanitarian assistance. And just to give you um, an idea, Yemen's total population is 28.5 million people. 12 million children out of 28.5 million people in total are like, they're, they need humanitarian assistance. And 24 million people out of 28.5 million people are in desperate need of humanitarian assistance. And more than half of the people don't have access to healthcare. 60% of the people don't have access to clean water. And so hospitals were already risk, um, hospitals were already um, in risk and they were in really bad shape because of mm-hmm. all of the war that was going on. But now that COVID-19 has been introduced a couple, oh, since yeah. a couple of months ago, just imagine how much worse it is. Like they barely, like forget having like oxygen supplies. They don't even have hospital beds. That's crazy. Oh, my God. And 
a couple years ago, I couldn't find a uh, more recent statistics, but I think in 2018, there were 14 million people, which is about half of Yemen's population, and I'm sure it's gone up by now, that were at risk of starvation, which will lead to, like, death. So that is huge. And, like, right now, like, this, uh, there's, like, a ton of current events going on between, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and coronavirus and, you know, Mm -hmm. at least in the United States, it's an election year. So there's a ton going on, and this has kind of been put on the back burner. So I thought this would be a good opportunity to kind of remind everyone that this is still going on. Yeah, it's definitely, like, the most I've learned about it, like, ever. I barely see stuff about this, Mm -hmm. except on, like, social media. Yeah, definitely. But I think it's something like it won't like it maybe take you half an hour, half an hour out of your time to just learn about this. Um, And Hassan Minaj actually explains Saudi Arabia's role in this um, conflict a little bit in one of in his Saudi Arabia episode um, in his show, The Patriot Act. So if you're a little if you're more interested in learning about Saudi Arabia side, then I definitely um, recommend checking it out. It's on the Patriot Act on Netflix. So, anyways, <laughs> kind of heavy. Definitely. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay, moving on to <laughs> our, <laughs> moving on to our next um, little segment is our top five which if you don't know what it is it's basically like we have this whole um wheel with a lot of different topics on it and we spin the wheel and we have 50 seconds to name our top five things of that category all right let's go it's super like it's a great way to like change the pace (laughs) (laughs) kind of break you out of what we were talking about before all right let's go Okay, top five baking. So like maybe like baking. baked goods Ooh. or stuff you like to bake. I'm ready. Ready, set, go. Okay, so lemon scones were definitely like my <gasps> top. Um, mm. anything coconut cake. Ew, I hate coconut. Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry brownies, to attack people, I, but brownies, coconut's not it. Chocolate chip cookies definitely a staple. Cheesecake. Mm. Oh my okay, god, where yes. am I at for? Yeah. God, goodness. What is the last one? Mm, like chocolate cake? Does that count? <gasps> oh my god. The best chocolate cake that I've ever had was from Hoffman's. Okay, so I Ooh. love, love, okay, a good chocolate cake. And these are all things, like, I don't bake, but my sister bakes, and I eat oh, all yeah. of the stuff that she bakes. So <laughs> I love having macaroons made at home. Macarons, sorry, oh, wow. macarons. Um, those are different than macarons. Um, Madeline cake. Imagine like the Madeline's, but in a cake oh form. Gosh. Um, chocolate cake, obviously. Um, cheesecake is definitely up so there. Good. There are so many lava cakes. Chocolate lava cakes are to die for. Um, oh goodness. Uh, apple like pies, so good. Oh, yeah. oh apple my goodness. Pies. Like and, and my my sisters, uh, like we found like the most perfect chocolate chip cookie recipe. You it, and 
I don't like chocolate chip cookies with chocolate chips. I like chocolate chip cookies, like, with few chocolate chips, which is so backward, and everyone thinks I'm crazy, but you don't understand. But it's brown butter chocolate chip cookies, and it is, it has a special place in my heart. And I'm pretty sure I went over the limit, but it's fine. Okay, okay, it's all good. Well, okay, so now we're going to go into our more, like, our last year's topic, mm-hmm. or, like, fun topic. Kind of letting the As, air a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's definitely something that, like, I was very obsessed with last year, so it's, it's definitely been, like, a while since I've thought about this, that I was just thinking about it, like, on the car ride home, mm-hmm. and it was 19 Kids and Counting. It's basically, like, a TLC show. With, oh, boy, those are juicy. Like, this, it's crazy. It's like these people, the Duggars, mm-hmm. they have 19 kids, and it's sort of like the oh whole, like, my. Christian, like, I have a lot of kids. There's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they're, like, super, like, they're very practicing Christians, I think. Yeah, they're very religious. Like, sorry, you know, like, how much I was obsessed with this, like, last oh, yeah. year during the tennis season, we did yeah. tennis together, and I That was all she talked them. about. Oh, my goodness. But I could understand, like, I watched a couple videos that she made me. I was, um, not something you see every day. I'll, I'll tell you that. It's crazy. It's so cool. Okay, basically, my parents were, like, pretty against the Duggars. But, like, I don't get why. Like, just let them live. Just learn about the different types of families out there. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, like, kind of weird. But it, it's the way that they organize their stuff is just, like, so interesting okay. to me. Maybe we should back up a little bit and explain, like, who the Duggars are because I'm slightly confused about that part. Okay, so basically, they're the Duggars. I don't know where they're from, whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure they're, like, Texas or, like, somewhere south. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they're, like, Christians. They don't believe in, like, birth control, so that means they end up having, like, a lot of kids. They're, like, 19 kids. So, like, their ages, there's, like, babies all the way to, like, adults. Like, into their – well into their 20s. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah. They have, like, they have very special ways that they conduct their life. Like, they all get married, but they have, like, courting rituals to get married. So mm-hmm. you, they don't date. They just, like, they're it's like It's like, it's like, like in the 1800s. Like, they have, like, courting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's very interesting. But, yeah, I don't really know what else to say. Like, they had a TV show. It was really popular, but then it stopped because there was some, like, child molestation stuff that was out. <laughs> yeah there was um a little bit of controversy and then it they i think i think in 2013 or 2014 it um the show stopped because of it yeah but then they have like other branches of the show which mm-hmm. is like called counting on but mm-hmm. like the kids now they have their own families and it's about like the kids families and it's just like Going back to what I was saying, it's <laughs> crazy. Like, the way that they, the family works, like, it's it's like a machine. Like, the older kids take care of the younger kids. The chores are, they have, like, six washing machines. Like, it's just crazy to yeah. me. If you have, like, 20, like, more, like, 20 plus people in a house, that's, like, mm-hmm. imagine, like, a small classroom. That's how many kids there are. Like, you're going to need, like, efficiency if you want to get anything done in Europe. Imagine how big their cars are. Yeah, if they have, a tr- oh like, a God. van or they I have a full-on like a bus. I bet they have yeah. a bus, honestly. It's it's so cool. 
I don't think I could survive in that sort of lifestyle, but it would be... How would you, like, (laughs) how would you ever get any peace and quiet? Like, I need my alone time, and if you have, like, 20 siblings, I do not know how that's possible. Yeah, it's also, like, kind of, like, scary, like, culty vibes. (laughs) It's such a, you know, like, it's... Yeah. Wait, was it the Duggars or was it like another really large family that went on like America's Got Talent because they were like all singy, like they had like a their own band. Oh, they don't. Yeah. Oh, that's disappointing. Oh boy, that would be an adventure. Mhm, for sure. Oh, also they have a book. I read the book last year. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. It's called Growing Up Duggar, and it's by the four oldest girls. Mm Mhm. And it's honestly like not that good you shouldn't read it it's basically (laughs) just like them teaching you like how to solve problems that don't really pertain to like normal people (laughs) (laughs) like so basically the book is about like being a happy family if you have more than like 20 people in your family yeah in in your immediate family yeah just like self problems not really like family problems. oh really yeah i think i don't fully remember i'm pretty sure i stopped reading it but but imagine cool. like if you had a reality tv show and there were like cameras in your face and and you know like when in reality tv shows where there's like people like like the the people in the show they're giving like commentary or like reflecting about what had happened like in a side cut like they're sitting in a chair and they're like yeah. i was so upset or something like i wonder when they filmed that part of it yeah i think they probably do it after i've always wanted a reality show about my life but like <laughs> I guess it's, like, self-centered. But, like, it would be so cool. Honestly, who doesn't? All the time. Oh, my God. But, yeah. Anyways, since (laughs) our, um... Oh, we have to wrap up soon. It's actually been past 20 minutes. But oh last last thoughts on any or anything that we talked about today. How, um... How do you think these topics should affect people our age? Um, we can start with growing up Duggar, <laughs> the Duggars, nineteen kids and counting. Um, I really don't think it should affect you. <laughs> well, not like affect, but like I feel like because this show was like before, like in twenty fourteen, I was, I think I was like eight years old, so yeah, I wouldn't have watched like the show. That. But I'll tell you, I'm gonna make it like sciency now. Because of social media or, like, YouTube or something, like, all of these old shows and Netflix, like, streaming platforms, like, all of these old shows that, like, maybe, like, our parents or, like, older, like, millennials watched and really liked, now we are also watching them. Like, like yeah. the most obvious example is Friends because um, they're on Netflix, so why wouldn't you watch them? Not anymore. Yeah, I know. So sad. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. You know they're taking The Office off of Netflix in 2020. No, they they have to be kidding. Like people They can't. Like, they they were supposed to take it off this year actually, but there was like such a big riot on Twitter so they it's stopped. It's not going to go away. Like they have to understand. <laughs> it's a staple. What's wrong with Netflix? I know. Goodness. They want to take away it's people's like happiness. They can't mess. Yeah. Goodness. Anyways. But, okay guys, yeah. we hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> um you know, if you have any ideas for future episodes, future topics, DM us. Definitely. At yeah. What We Think Podcast 
and uh, be sure to look out for our next episode and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.